Hey everyone, welcome to the MBS Mind, Body, and Soul Yoga. My name is Mimi, and here we talk about a variety of topics depending on what is on my heart for that week. I like to start with a breathing exercise um, that will help calm our spirits and allow us to connect to one another. In yoga, deep breathing can allow us to experience our true essence. The flow of the steady in and out action of breathing stimulates a transformation in the body and mind, purifying and cleansing them so that our true essence shines through. Knowing that, let's sit Indian style or whichever is comfortable for you. If you are driving, just readjust your seats and sit back safely and comfortably. Close your eyes and bring your hands into a prayer position near your heart. In yoga, this is known as bring your hands to heart center for Samastahiti. Now close your eyes right here. I want you to take a big inhale. Open mouth, exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Say it together with me. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Last one. Inhale. Exhale. Good job. All right, yogis. Open your eyes and take a quick bow. Let's lock in our intentions. So in this episode, we're going to talk about our inner self. This is going to be part one. I had to break this up into two parts, y'all. So we will discuss your inner self and let's first define what inner self means. This is a person's true or internal mind soul, or nature. It is a quest to find your inner self and your own uniqueness. The search for the dreams, symbolic association, and repressed sexuality. So I always like to start with a disclaimer before we jump into the topic. And I'd like to let you know that I do not claim to be a know-it-all. I do what I can with the skill set God has given me. Although I am not a pastor, I am not a licensed marriage therapist, I am not a psychologist, I am not a doctor. I am, however, a registered nurse, a registered respiratory therapist, a certified yoga teacher now. Woo, woo. I am a mother, a daughter, a sister, and just a good friend. I mean, you get what I mean, and we all wear multiple hats, is my point. We can be anything we want to be. All of those things that I just mentioned proves that. The license numbers and or certificates that we have and get and obtain just makes it look all fancy. Most of the time, you're some of those things and you don't even want to be it, right? I'm just saying. So let's move into our topic. Growing up, I used to get bullied. 
And I have come to realize in life as well, I never really truly had genuine friends. The same holds true to this day with very few exceptions. When I was a kid, my legs were severely affected by eczema or psoriasis, according to my uncle and my aunt. I never wore shorts or skirts or anything that would show my legs. People would always stare and make a disgusted face when they saw how scaly, dry, cracked, leaking or bleeding my legs were. So I always had them covered up. It was like some kind of fungal skin irritation or contact dermatitis. I really don't know. But what I do know and what I gather through my history, my family history, is that my grandma used to take me to the clinic a few days a week and have them wrapped in what I now understand to be wet to dry dressings. Gotta love that nursing degree, huh? So my mom never took me to the clinic as far as I can remember. She had me at a very young age. I think she was pregnant with me at 14, but gave birth to me after she turned 15. When I was born in Hammond, Louisiana, I was always with my grandma, my aunts as well, up until my mom moved to Seattle after joining the military. She sent for me when I was about five or six years old, and that is when my grandma fell ill. I was unable, or excuse me, she was unable to care for me. So my oldest aunt said no one was allowed to take care of me because my grandma was super protective over me anyways. So I'll be honest, it was definitely refreshing to hear that I was loved as a child. She told me that my mom had to be taught how to care for my legs and how to even care for me as a mother. She didn't take me to any clinics or any doctor's appointments for my legs at all that I can remember. As a nurse, I know that wound care is actually a lot of work. It's like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not making any excuses, but I can honestly do without wound care as a nurse. That's not, it's just not me. That's not, it's not my lane. I know my lane. ER nursing, that's me. I got it. But I'm, in my opinion, it takes a special kind of nurse to be able to handle wounds, and I definitely respect them. So my mom said... Um, excuse me, my aunt said my mom had a boyfriend and was more focused on him and herself at that time. She was still developing into becoming a woman and a young mother. And I can definitely forgive her in so many ways. And I can also understand because I too am a mother. I can forgive her in so many ways because it's not easy being a mom. I made it my business not to become a young mother because my mom had me at such a young age. My whole family thought I was gonna be a statistic anyways. And it was my honor to prove them wrong. So I had my set of twins in 2014 when I was 32 years old. My son had to get earplugs at the age of two because his ears kept draining. He wasn't hearing very well. And on the day of discharge, when they were preemies, he had a left inguinal hernia that is apparently very common in premature babies when their reproductive organs are developing. I was taught that by a NICU nurse and a nurse practitioner. My daughter had to receive a blood transfusion that I facilitated after having to give her blow-by in the NICU due to her O2 known as oxygen levels dropping low. Now I'm not a NICU nurse, but I am an RT and I am an RN. 
And I have worked at some pretty rough hospitals. I have a lot of knowledge behind me. But, but a lot of those NICU nurses, they are mean. And they don't listen. And to top all of this off, these guys were born super premature. I didn't know how to handle that. It didn't matter that I was a nurse. This is a whole nother world for me. My daughter was a pound and a half. My son was two pounds. They were born at 28 plus one, however they read it and say it. To me, as an ER nurse, and I know the rest of you feel me, I like to know months. That translates into about seven and a half months or something along those lines. Shit, I don't know. Parenting is one of the hardest jobs of my life. That is what I do know. So many times I wanted to toss in the towel and throw my hands up. But I knew with every inch of my body that these twins were a blessing to me. They were so innocent and did not ask to be here. They can't advocate for themselves. As a matter of fact, no child can. So it was my duty and my honor to put my big girl pants on just as good as I took them off to be real and take care of these babies. I will never let my kids go one minute wondering if I love them or if mommy gave it her all despite the odds against me. They were God's blessing and lesson. I felt like God said to me, so you are old enough to know how it feels growing up as a child. You are also old enough to have witnessed mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, uncles, and aunts, etc., etc. Now show me what you have learned and show me how you will treat these angels. Are you a victim or a warrior? Now don't get me wrong. I have screwed up multiple times. I have had to apologize to my children. I have had to be held accountable for my actions and my words with them and who I've had around them. I have face planted many times. There was a point that I had a neighbor that I befriended come visit me and I asked her to keep an eye on the twins while I ran to the pharmacy. I think I was sick with some kind of um, sinus infection or something like that. Being a nurse and being around a lot of sick people, it exposes you to being sick. Um, so I was super overwhelmed and I felt a breakdown coming. I know you guys know when they're coming, you can feel them. A lot of us strong women try to ignore them or avoid them, but it's inevitable if you don't deal with it. So I remember driving back and parking outside my house and every inch of my body was set to get out that car. But a heavy weight came over me and pinned me to my seat. I just burst into tears and lost all control before I knew it. I was sobbing. I was screaming. I was crying. I was begging God to step into my life and give me strength at that very moment to keep going. There was no way in hell I was giving up on these babies or myself for that matter. They always say he doesn't give you more than you can handle. At that very moment, I couldn't see clearly. I couldn't hear my directions. I text my neighbor and I asked her to give me a few more minutes and I just cried uncontrollably, unconsolably for about 30 minutes. And I'm going to be real honest with y'all. It felt like it was 10 maybe 15 minutes at the max. 
And I know that I have always said that there is no book as to how to raise children. But actually there is. We all have access to this book of basic life instructions or basic instructions before leaving life or earth. It covers everything you need to know. Do y'all remember the acronym? It's called the Bible. When I glued myself to that, I stopped face planting so much. I stopped apologizing so much. I started listening to the words in my head before they came out of my mouth. I started stepping into my superpowers. You can do the same thing. I didn't have a dad growing up, so life beat me up, not being prepared. I learned that no one in my family, as a matter of fact, had a dad growing up. The older I got, the more of myself I lost. It wasn't just an ideal, it just wasn't an ideal childhood growing up. It was rough. The women were held accountable for being both the mom and dad in my family. They even passed their kids off to one another. We had drugs, alcohol, black magic, all kinds of shit that didn't belong in our family. My aunt said that's when cocaine first hit the streets back then in the 80s. And everybody just went cray. 70s, shit, I could be wrong, I don't know. But to me, that's very similar to the current market of pills, cocaine still, dust, plants. They're huffing, smoking, sniffing, literally any and everything or whatever they can get their hands on. I literally saw all of this being an ER nurse. Whatever you name, I saw it and then some. So what I do know is that my superpowers were clamped down. I gave up on life and gave up on depending on others. At times throughout my life, I lacked compassion towards others. I figure if I can go through all the things I have endured on my path, why can't you suck your shit up and keep it moving too? But then I had to look back on that savage-like mentality. That wasn't me. It was the broken me. I am warm and loving, compassionate, super supportive and a very understanding person even if that part of me gets bit in the ass sometimes it's who i am but with the spiritual discernment i have learned i was able to change my path in life i was able to get off the path of death and receive eternal life from our father we know as god or the universe or whomever you want to refer to him as for yourself, whichever makes you feel comfortable, I'm with it. I went back to my roots to find my inner child and bring her to the current reality of life. Come on, girl. She was stuck and buried in my past sorrows and hellish nightmares of life. I had to re-experience those moments in life and pass the test to move forward. I called my oldest aunt, that's where I started. She's about 80. Lord, don't let me give this lady an extra year. I think she's 79, 78. Shoot, Lord, don't let me. Hey, do not give extra years. Everybody want it before you become 21. But then after that, whoo, they do not want them extra years. So Lord, please let me be right. <laughs> so I just sat on the phone and I just listened. I just let her give me the rundown on life as far as she could remember. 
I picked her brain for over an hour. Poor lady. I know she wanted me to hang up that phone and not ask her shit else in her sweet little voice. But she, you know what? She did not say it. It felt like it was more of an honor for her to sit and talk to me and give me the history lesson that I so wanted to hear. She was, she was more than helpful and she was nothing short of amazing. I learned a very strong sense of family history, generational curses, infidelity, kids, mo kids, molestation between uncles and nieces, no birth control, and good Lord, multiple men. Them all those was doing way too much for your girl. Let me be real. And let me just do a side note before I go any further. Before you even think to judge, I want you to sit back. If you're driving safely or if you're sitting, just sit still. Just sit for a second and seal your lips. Use that Ujjayi Parayama breath I taught you in another podcast previous to this. Breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. And I want you to open your mind. Empty out your current thoughts. And now ask yourself, how many people do you know? Or who do you know that knows the current millennial version of what I just stated? Take whoever and whatever pops in your mind and ride with it for a second. I'll go first. I have plenty of family members and friends or even people I know, myself included, that have multiple kids and multiple baby daddies. There is no use of birth control to these days in most cases. And there is obviously still cheating in multiple men. So clearly, this is more than an issue with just my family. It's all over the damn world. Some is condoning depending on their religious practices, cultural differences, or what have you. But I'm just speaking in general terms from my experience and understanding of how to find and rescue the inner you. Go back to your roots. As painful as it will be, do it anyways. Ask those questions that they never speak about. Find out who is who and where they come from. I guarantee you will be surprised. You may get yelled at, cussed out, hated on, talked down to. Hell, you might even get hung up on. I know I got a few of those, but that's okay. You may even find out some dirty family secrets. Some masks might be coming off that you were unaware of. I'm telling you. Because with all these different daddies. Comes different personalities. Period. Point blank. Now there are several points and issues that are a problem. But we only have time for a few right now. Okay. We'll go into the rest in the second podcast. So first and foremost. Fathers play a key role in the psychological development of their daughters from the moment they are born. When fathers are present and loving, their daughters develop a strong sense of oneself and are more confident in their abilities to tackle this life or this thing called life. In order to to develop positive self-esteem, a healthy father-daughter bond is key. Now, second, in Proverbs chapter 22, verse six, it states that a father needs to train up a child in the way he should go. 
even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, how can any of this take place if there are multiple fathers and they are missing? The Bible also states that if you are a believer in God, Jesus Christ himself, you cannot marry or procreate with an unbeliever. It will never work. Why? Because it was never ordained by God. Throughout my life, I got used so bad because deep down all that body armor was a soft heart that did not know self-awareness. This is a major key to successfully creating what you want in your life and thus feeling fulfilled in your efforts. Without self-awareness, you are literally blind as to why things may not be working out in the way you had hoped. With this self-awareness, you can grow your experience of confidence and personal powers in ways you never even imagined. Your identity is in your relationship with God and the understanding of yourself. So say this out loud with me. I am not defined by what I do, what I have, or who I'm with. I am a single distinct individual. So those of you who are suffering through narcissistic partners, male or female, let them go. Listen to my podcast on when it is okay to divorce or send me some messages for advice, for help, or refer to my motivational speakers that I'll name at one point during this podcast every time. And if they resonate with you, follow them. That is exactly how I stepped into my superpowers and dipped. I had my twins with a narcissist. There are plenty of videos on how to co-parent with a narcissist. Or I can always make a podcast on how I co-parent with my narcissist. I mean, there will be plenty of face plants and trials and tribulations. I have done them and I've had to deal with them going through mine until I stood up to him. You guys let me know in the comments. Now here, let's talk about some ways that we can kickstart this inner self journey. When you had an absent father or you had a father that was the present, but was emotionally absent. So the self that you are today This influences your decisions and choices in life. It influences your actions of lack thereof. It ultimately influences your results in life. If you remain unaware of what is going on with that self, you barely likely, you are likely, excuse me, to repeat the same mistake over and over again. You are much more likely to become discouraged and want to give up. So I have a question. How many of you have ever wondered why you keep dating people that use you, abuse you, cheat on you, disrespect you, and whatever else I'm missing? Those are your lessons in life, repeating themselves because you didn't learn the first time. And yes, it is a hard pill to swallow. 
I had twins with a narcissist and have been exposed to narcissists all my life. I got rid of that one, not knowing what to call him, except mean at the time. And then I did a full Michael Phelps somersault into another narcissist and married him. Then dipped on that one. I found myself and God gave me four more narcissists back to back. Boom, 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 boom. Just to make sure I could dime them out. I was dating four at one time and decided on L numero three. That lasted about six weeks and boom, all that darkness tried to consume me all over again, y'all. I bet I flew my ass up out that one way quicker. I was still mad at myself for even doing six weeks. But that's okay. Face plant. Now just get up and adjust your crown and move forward. Those are your beauty marks. Love on them. At some point in life, you will get tired of face planting and start listening. I'm hoping I can help you with that by sharing my experiences. So, okay. I think I'm going to do a podcast on catfish though for women. I'm just going to be real. Side note. Do you know how many times your girl has been catfished trying to date? I cannot. I just cannot. I swear to you. I will have you guys screaming, laughing so loud because I literally cannot make this shit up. It is real. I will get a younger version picture and then some grumpy, beer-bellied old man will come out. And I'm not trying to throw shade and I'm not trying to be shallow. But you can't be looking like who did and what for and you done sent me a picture looking bomb as ever. And on top of that, you cannot be sending me no bomb picture of you on no flight knowing I like vacations and boom, you ain't got no damn teeth when I meet you. Look, I'm not shallow, but this is not okay. And I even said that to the Lord. Look, I know you told me you don't be shallow, but you got to be able to have some teeth. Come on now. <laughs> so let me know if y'all want to hear that because your girl will run it down. Okay. And I'm running it down. This is me, my open me, my raw self. I want to help as many as I can. Now let's talk about a few ways that we can move towards learning how to find our inner self. Knowing how to learn self-discipline. Say this with me. I am in control of myself. No one has access to my buttons. I am mastering my emotions, relationships, sexuality, spirituality, and financial choices. Let me tell y'all, I always had to have the latest and the greatest. I'm telling y'all, the facade was real. At one point, I had Louis, Gucci, and all kinds of other designers, etc. And not a damn dime to my name. Man, stop playing. That shit is not cute. Let me tell you. So right here, I just want to take a second and stretch because this stuff is deep, okay? As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and do a little exercise. I want you guys to understand how amazing you truly are in your own unique way. So pop up to your knees if you're in your safe space. If you're driving, just use one arm at a time, okay? 
So what I want you to do is if you do, if you do have weights, that's fine. I want you to use them. If you don't, no worries at all. It's always optional. Anyways, I'll give you a little rundown on how I do yoga. We're just gonna do some basic bicep curls. I want you to lower and lift. It's lower and lift. Lower, lift. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Good job, keep going. And wait for that beat. I want you guys to pin your elbows to the side. Engage your core by squeezing. Good job, you guys. Wait for that beat. Lift. Lower. It's lift. Lower. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Concentrate here. Meditate. And lift. We're here for eight. We'll pulse in seven. We'll pulse in six. We'll pulse in five. We'll pulse in four. We'll pulse in three. We'll pulse in two. We'll pulse in one. All right, hold your arms halfway. And lift. Lift. It's lift. Lift. Called pulse. And pulse. Let's pulse. And pulse. And pulse. And pulse. We'll pulse for eight. We'll rest in seven. We'll rest in six. We'll rest in five. We'll rest in four. We'll rest in three. We'll rest in two. We'll rest in one. All right, shake those arms out, you guys. How'd that feel? I hope good. This is exactly how we sculpt. So if you wanna to come to my yoga class, let's get it. Good music with exercise and a lot of words of encouragement. Okay, so come see your girl. So the next thing I wanna mention to you is self-sufficiency how to be independent i'll let this song rock out and i'll just turn it down a little bit so how to be independent repeat after me i am capable and i am motivated to trust god and to be the source for my life and its necessities i will not beg or plead with inferiors to do for me what I can do for myself. I am self-sufficient. You have to know that and feel that, Queens. This allows you to be the very best friend that you could ever have because all of this true self-awareness always comes from the longing and desire to take good care of yourself. Which brings me to my last point. Self-projection. Having confidence. Repeat after me again. I will never be invisible in any space. Because I have presence. I make a statement. Without ever saying a word. I will assert myself. Whenever necessary. And I will leave my mark. Now, in order to do this, change your mindset. You may think that you don't need to think much about yourself because you already know yourself pretty well. But do me a favor. 
Let's undo what we know and go for what we do not know about ourselves. Stop jumping to conclusions when things go wrong. Pause for just a second and examine everything quietly before judging yourself or others. Seal your lips and open your eyes and ears. Trust me, the results are baffling. Good and bad, to be real. Accept the fact that in order for things to change, you will have to change as well. Now start with self-love. Do you look like you got some sense? Do you smell delicious? Is your hair cool? Did you shave? Did you brush your teeth today? Now, in the beginning of this journey, the Lord spoke to me and he said, you get up. And you get out that bed and you take care of yourself no matter how you feel that day. Obviously, it is different if you are sick. But in general, do your hair. Even if it, uh, if it ends up being just a cute little messy bun. So what? That's cute. Shave. Take a shower with some bomb smell goods. Soak in the water and scrub that beautiful body God gave you. Even if it's just to sit on a couch and watch your shows, do homework or even cook. Go to a quick meeting or whatever the case may be. Always look your best. Even if it's just simple, then be simple. Beautiful. I wear leggings from Forever 21 with the cutest, cheapest, simple top I can find. I'm not saying go out and spend a ton of money. Just chill. I get more looks and compliments on my cheap items versus all the expensive things in my closet. Anyways, go figure. All in all, y'all, love yourself enough to keep yourself clean and neat. When you feel good about yourself, positive, good affirmations come shortly thereafter. You cook better. You speak to others better. You do better because you feel better and guess what your partner's gonna appreciate it i would wouldn't you and now last but not least when you learn to organize your life and become more spiritually in tune with yourself god will teach you how to self-actualize manifestation is real now say this after me I will not bring the value of gift that God has given me to the grave because he will start talking to you and start showing you things that only you can see through him. Some of those things you won't be able to share with others. They just won't get it, especially if they're not vibrating on your level. Pay attention to the energies you keep around you, the them naggers, the complainers, that's low energy. Be around somebody that will tell you like it is and say, but this is how we correct it. Something positive. Even though that there is negative, start with the positive. And then how can we fix it and turn it and flip it to a positive? That's who you need to be around. Sometimes people who are on your level will still hate on you. So be aware of them. But they're hating on you because they want your gifts. But what people don't understand is we all have the gifts. They're just different. He created us to be different and unique. 
but serve under one God, one king, him, and come together. That's exactly what God intended. We all are gifted individually and separately come together as one. This is why it is very important for another queen to never, ever bring another queen down. Instead, if she trips or stumbles, catch her and help her adjust her crown and tell her, let's move forward. I mean, that is what God is doing for you when he's forgiving you and helping you get up and move forward and adjust your crown, male or female. Now say this after me, every vision, dream and or ambition will be manifested. I am becoming more. Now Queens, turn off the old mental chatter that continues to explain everything in your life in the same exact way. You are not a broken record. You are a creator who has the capacity to look at things in a new and different, unique way. Now, I'd like to send out a few shout outs. Pastor R.C. Blakes and First Lady, Derek Jackson, Stephen Speaks, and Tierra Walker. Tarot-wise, there are way too many amazing ones to name, but just to name a few of them. Soul Warrior Tarot, Water Baby Tarot, Spiritual OG, House of Ocean, are helping me in more ways than they know. I just want to say a huge thank you from the very, very, very bottom of my heart for everything. All the way from learning how to embrace just how bougie, spiritually gifted I am to discerning and turning into this fierce warrior. I'm just paying it forward and hoping and praying that I will be able to influence someone to wake up and step into their superpowers because we all have them. Some people just don't know and they don't want you to know others so they won't tell you. Well, I'm here to sing like a canary. You got them, boo. Now, you can find these amazing kings and queens by just typing in their name on YouTube. And I hope that they are able to help you in more ways than you know. But comment or message me if you are having a hard time finding them and I'll help you out. So I'm also happy to say that I am no longer offering free yoga in my apartment. But instead, I am an instructor now for Core Power Yoga that gave your girl a chance. So I teach Yoga Sculpt on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and again at 12.30 p.m. And then I also teach on Fridays at 4 p.m. This is up in 4S, Rancho Bernardo. So if you have never done yoga, that is okay. Do not be intimidated by it. My class is for beginners all the way up to advanced practitioners. Everyone is super happy, super supportive. It's a positive environment and nothing but love to share. So come see your girl. And besides, you get your first week for free and it is unlimited classes to try literally everything, any and everything. If, if Sculpt isn't for you, then perhaps a C2 on which, which works on balance or a hot power fusion is 
super hot and just warning you um or something along that line might be for you but either way give me a chance give it a chance do something dare to be different okay so there's student student and senior discounts we all we also offer class packs and lastly uh we have drop-ins um if you have commitment issues <laughs> that might work for you and um because i totally get it but i want to thank you so much for the love and the support that you guys give me and i will leave you with this if you are sitting here and you start to battle with yourself about if you are too much trust me there is a man out there or woman that will never be able to get enough of you you're too much quote unquote for the wrong man or woman will be perfection for the right man or woman just be patient enough to allow god to show you how to evolve okay now let's end on that note bring your hands to heart center also known as a prayer position if you forgot and with our eyes closed bring your palms forward bring your thumbs to your third eye center right between your eyebrows this is the center of your intuition the light in me humbly appreciates the beautiful light shining in each and every one of you please bow forward locking in what brings you joy focus on being of service and know that as you do all of your needs will be met the universe loves you namaste